Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand in new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 Hi, welcome to episode 14 of Conversations with Nilu. Um, I'm sitting in my car. I am currently in California. I made a move for a job about a month ago, sometime in November, and I signed a lease. So I am at least here today for the duration of the lease, and then let's see what happens. Uh, I know it's been a while since I... <laughs> publish a recording and even though I call this conversations with Nilo, it seems to be just as you noticed a solo podcast rather than uh, an actual conversations with maybe another person involved um, I have not been very consistent with uh, publishing my recordings I definitely want to continue doing it um, I definitely don't plan to stop but until I can build up that consistency, then I think I can maybe start inviting more guests. Uh, and then for today's podcast, I wanted to share something that I learned recently, a course that I took online from uh, Harvard Medical School. And I can explain that further. I don't think I'm going to be able to fit in all the details that I learned uh, within this course, uh, within this one episode. So I might divide this into part one and part two. All right, so uh, just to give a bit of context on um, what this course was around, it's uh, around positive psychology and how to go about every day implementing um, a positive mindset. And as I uh, uncover some of these details, it's going to be a bit of a revamp for me, a review of what I learned in this class. Um, I basically finished this course I mean, it's about, I would say, 90, 95% done. I finished this course right on the night of, um, you know, the next morning I had a flight to catch, come to California, but I was determined because I think positive psychology is something I really need in my life uh, at the moment. Um, a, a little bit of, I guess, maybe TMI, maybe transparency, considering some of the anxiety disorder issues I've had and I continue to have. It's a bit under control now than it used to be. A lot of it is around, you know, um, this pattern uh, that your mind goes into, these neg this negative thinking. And I know there's some kind of evolutionary influence why our minds lean more towards these negative memories and uh, negative pathways in our neurons. But positive psychology is something I'm really trying to reinforce <laughs> into my life. So um, Harvard Medical School and even there's a Harvard Business School online uh, program as well. But Harvard Medical School, it's great. They offer short courses, I think, for the open public. Anyone can access it. This course was roughly 30 bucks. Um, and I, I thought it was pretty insightful and definitely found uh, some of the things they're saying valuable. Some of the things I kind of already knew, like, you know, meditation and um, other facts. But let me get right into it. So 
I don't think I'm uh, will be able to fit everything in, like I said, so I'll do a part two. All right, so um, studying satisfaction, getting right into positive psychology. How happiness impacts your physical health and longevity? Happiness improves physical health and longer life. Uh, psychological well-being reduces disease uh, and meaningful activities help. So that's the major basis of why I took this course, because the mind, the mind is such a powerful influence in our lives. I know we focus a lot on um, our physical well-being. Uh, there's not much emphasis put on mental health. But yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, having a positive mindset, it, it would help reduce other ailments, other diseases. Uh, positive emotions and longevity, flexible and resilient. So I'm just kind of going over my notes right now. Um, <laughs> And some of it I'm going to try to uh, just give my own thoughts on. Uh, well-being, resilience, and positive effect. Healthy diet and regular exercise plan. Right. So these are good pointers. Finding your path. Three simple pathways to happiness. So they say the three simple pathways to happiness are feeling good, engaging fully, and doing good. Teaching inner peace. How do you teach yourself inner peace? Recognizing the interconnectedness of all things. Transcending the illusion of a separate self. Coming to accept the inevitability of change. Yes, these are three things that are actually key in my life right now that I'm trying to embody. Following God's will. Next, we talk about optimism. What is optimism? Nurtured by teaching people to challenge their patterns of negative thinking and appreciate their strengths. Something I'm trying to do. Idea that people can become happier by bolstering and using their inherent strengths is central to positive psychology. And uh, next I'm going to get into this concept called PERM and I can explain what PERM stands for. So PERM is an acronym for Positive Emotions Engagement Positive Relationships Meaning accomplishment. So I know that was a mouthful. So PERM, P-E-R-M, positive, emotions, engagement, positive relationships, meaning and accomplishment. So these are the things that we need to incorporate that would make us happy. So I guess we could think of these as ingredients. So po again, reiterating positive emotions, engaging, positive relationships, meaning and accomplishment and next we get into some concepts uh, from a renowned psychologist name is uh, Abraham Maslow uh, some may know uh, or find this name familiar from this concept of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs so he was Alive from 1908 to 1970, and I think he contributed to some major concepts in psychology. So hierarchy of needs. Uh, we have self-actualization, uh, we have esteem, love and belonging, safety, uh, and psycho uh, physiological. So what this list that I'm going through, it has to do with, um, of course, the hierarchy of needs. So I'm going from kind of top to bottom. So the way we could visualize if you just search Maslow's hierarchy of needs uh, on the internet, it's a giant triangle. And on top of the triangle is self-actualization. And then 
you know, slowly as you uh, go down the triangle. Next, we have esteem, we have love and belonging, safety, uh, physio uh, physiological needs. So essentially what uh, I think uh, his concept explains is that for a sentient <laughs> uh, human being such as us, we need to have a very general basis of psychological, physiological safety, love and belonging, esteem, and then we will be able to focus on higher um, concepts like self-actualization. Um, and I think depending on our own struggles in our life, uh, there's a lot of things I can think of to be grateful for where I'm able to maybe focus on some of the higher needs. But uh, I know what it's like to not have the lower need situation. And uh, for me, I think I'm, I'm grateful to have learned those experiences and understand what that's like. Um, and that's why some of the problems of homelessness in California concerns me. <laughs> um, now, getting into next, uh, shifting gears and moving away from hierarchy of needs, talking about hap happiness. What is happiness? Subjective well-being. Adaptability and happiness. People adapt more quickly to positive changes. So next we talk about gratitude and savoring pleasure. Okay, so under these concepts, we talk about three pathways. So pathway one is feeling good, uh, which involves seeing to repeat and savor pleasant experiences. Seeking to repeat and savor pleasant experiences, feeling good. Pathway two, engaging fully, involves uh, pathway to seeking Happiness involves pursuing goals and activities in which you are totally immersed from influ influential research on flow experiences. And then pathway three is doing good, serving someone or something outside of yourself. So I think what they're talking about here is, of course, um, happiness. When we think about positive psychology, it's around this concept, of, it's around this emotion of happiness or this goal of us striving towards happiness. So what is happiness, objective well-being, adaptability and happiness? How do they uh, go hand in hand? People adopt more quickly to positive changes, of course. We will, talk, I think, dwell deeply into gratitude and savoring pleasure. But uh, these are the three elements that I mentioned in the beginning, which, is, uh, which are feeling good, engaging fully, doing good. So feeling good, seeking to repeat and savor pleasant experiences. Engaging fully involves pathway to... Seeking happiness involves pursuing goals and activities in which you're totally immersed from influential research and flow experiences. And this is something that I've been really interested in, uh, flow state. And then pathway three, doing good, serving someone or ser serving someone outside of yourself. People are happiest if they focus on the present, of course. Uh, we all know, or at least uh, for the most part, being the present moment, easier said than done. Resist mind wandering, being here now. So, according to Harvard Medical School, people are happiest if they focus on the present, resist mind wandering, being here now. And here are some some more elements uh, under positive psychology that influence positive psychology. We have virtues, inner strengths, and mindfulness. Finding inner strengths, the six virtues. So, six virtues are. Wisdom, courage, humanity, justice, temperance, and transcendence. 
So again, finding inner strength, which is um, helpful to strive towards positive psychology. We have six virtues, wisdom, courage, humanity, justice, temperance, and transcendence. And uh, as you move to the course, there are certain exercises that are encouraged, <laughs> which I try to do, but sometimes, you know, let's be honest, um, well, some of us are not that great at it. So the exercise that they were asking us to do is smile at the first 10 people you see today. <laughs> so when you set out to do something in alignment with the values you hold dear, you're likely to work harder and have more energy and persistence for the task at hand. So sorry. So this was a note right under that exercise. Um, so there's bits of tips that the course provides you of, hey, here's what you can do. Here's exercise one. Here's what you can do today. Here's a small step. Just smile at the first 10 people you see today. And uh, I have heard of other research saying, mentioning about how when you force a smile on your face, it causes, it has influence on in the neurons in your brain. And actually, you can say, um, propagates your brain to shift into maybe being in a more positive realm, which is just forcing a smile. And just those neuronal connections have an influence on how your mind perceives <laughs> things and good neurotransmitters are released as a result so that does make sense to me and then the next thing uh, pointer is when you set out to do something in alignment with the values you hold so speaking of happiness and positive mindset uh, they're going to naturally occur when you set out to do something in alignment with the values you hold dear you're likely to work harder and have more energy persistence for the task at hand yes and I think this maybe just goes hand in hand with jobs that we have or things we do in our life, if it aligns more with who we are and what we actually want to do, rather than it it be something we're doing maybe for our family or friends and it doesn't align with who we are. I think that definitely creates a negative mindset or maybe feeling down. It takes a while to truly decipher that one, um, especially when... You've just known one thing all your life and you haven't ever questioned, you know, why, why you chose a particular thing. Um, but that's, that's a deeper subject I'm going to not dive deep into uh, in this episode. All right, so looking at the time um, approaching, I think, end of the 15 minutes uh, that this recording allows at the moment. So... Um, so far, I think we've covered around maybe 20 to 30% of the, of the course. So I will continue this on episode two, or I would say episode 15. Okay, talk to you then.